Good evening. It's Saturday night. This is John Henry, your friend. I moved my camera. I'm over here now. Uh, this is John Henry from John Henry. You and welcome aboard on the Facebook page and uh, also at I Loved to Wake Up in the Morning when Barack Obama was president. Uh, the shout now here to about a quarter million of you. So thanks for dropping by. Uh, we have uh, we've got show. Uh, this is uh, as uh, those of you who who actually you know follow me fairly closely know. Uh, there's been some ups and downs in the last month or so. Uh, some things that kind of held me up, and uh, I decided to go ahead and break loose of some of that stuff and uh, and stop waiting for some other people to get it together and uh, go ahead and go forward. So uh, right now, um, you know, there's a, there's kind of an overriding theme in my life in that I am completely screwed. Have been for a long time. Am really sick of it, and the reason for it is a lot of the stuff that a lot of people are starting to feel now, which we're going to start talking about later on in this program um, and so I thought you know I'm living in a room right now this is my room and, and, and I'm a big fan of the Beach Boys and so it uh, it came uh, it came to me as they say uh, to go ahead and call it uh, in my room and so let me go ahead bring that up uh, and so yeah um, there's been a lot going on. Uh, the no means no discussion continues to develop. Uh, that was actually a really successful article in terms of, of starting discussion. Uh, it generated some traffic too, uh, but that's not the point, right? It got people talking and it got people thinking, uh, and uh, and that's uh, what it's all about. That's what I'm here for. So uh, that was a success, and I want to talk a minute about uh, some of the ongoing successes because I think a lot of us, you know, especially people who are who are kind of on this and they watch the videos, uh, you know, regularly and so forth. It might get the idea that there's really just not a whole lot going on. It's just a little small group of people kind of talking with each other. Uh, we we make big differences, um, and it's been uh, it's been a remarkably uh, successful uh, pattern of growth, especially over at uh, the I Loved It page. Uh, you know, Chad has his pages uh, that he uh, in in his causes. Uh, he's you know gun control now and uh, the. Uh, uh, he's a, a friend, friends of hers are Parkland survivors, and he helps to raise money and bring awareness for them. Um, and and uh, you know Mike and uh, and uh, Rick and David and myself all are uh, you know contributing various things. Of course, you know there was a fundraiser for Taylor, um, in spite of uh, the fact that some aspects of that didn't work out relating to you know she was going to do some work with me and so on and so forth, and then kind of flaked off on me. Uh, and, and didn't follow up on her emails and things like that, um, or her uh, Skype calls. But but whatever, she's got a lot going on, and if she uh, you know if she shows back up, then we'll uh, get her back on screen and, and get that stuff finished. But uh, like I said, this is uh, this is ongoing stuff, and uh, we we make positive differences here. You know, um, yesterday or today it was. Uh, there's an idiot, the the head of the GOP in Michigan. Uh, made some comments about assassinating the witches of uh, the referring to Jennifer Granholm and uh, and uh, oh God uh, Gretchen not Jennifer Granholm but Gretchen Whitmer and uh, the Attorney General and somebody else as well and, and right now names are escaping me because I'm tired and I apologize for that but anyway uh, just really really horrid comments and uh, you know posted to uh, posted a thing to, to I loved it and, and to my own page saying hey this guy needs to resign and three hours later the University of Michigan said the same thing uh, and so uh, that's another space where you know can we sit here and go oh, hey we did that nah, no not really but we certainly helped you know, uh, it's it's important to remember, like I said, that there's a quarter of a million people here, man. 
you know, there's a lot of people watching. There's a lot of people that catch this stuff, uh, and we do make a difference, and that's why it's really important uh, to me and to us uh, to uh, to have y'all participating and, you know, playing along with the home game and, and, and chucking the comments. What I do is good work. What I do has value, and uh, we, are, we are going to continue doing it, and uh, folks are going to help support it if you can. If you can't make contributions directly to, to me, you know, spread the links around, help people find out about this stuff. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. I'm here to help. Uh, and and uh, that is something, again, that I haven't been aggressive about saying because I don't like to come off like Mr. Ego Man. Well, you know what, guys? I have tried to play the game the way that everybody says they want people to play the game for 20 fucking years. And it doesn't work. Y'all don't watch. Right? If I get mad right now and I start pointing and screaming at the camera and making wrestler noises, y'all got to pay attention right away. I have 300 people on this thing in five minutes. You know? Um, and, and I want to change that, man. I want to change that. But part of that is getting out and, and getting through to people. And so uh, increasingly, I find myself having to reluctantly admit that there's some parts of the game that I'm going to have to play. Uh, and, and that includes uh, a little showmanship here and there and so on and so forth. So... You're going to be seeing a lot of that. I'm going to be adding much, much more to my repertoire uh, and to the content here at both pages. And hopefully in so doing, we will begin to move this country and this culture a little bit further towards sanity. Um, this, was a, this was a status that I posted earlier, um, and, and the concept is pretty key to my philosophy um we like to bullshit ourselves man we like to to you know whistle past graveyards and we like to we like to put up facades we like to pretend that we're better than we really are uh that we are more like what we think uh we like to impose on other people's behavior uh, than, than we really are. You see a lot of that stuff, um, like I said, I've, I've talked about that before, it's a lot of that in, in just kind of embedded in the culture, especially in like the southeastern United States and in Utah. Um, Utah even much more so than in the southeast because uh, both areas of the country are, are heavily controlled socially by religious groups. Uh, but in Utah, the group in power is much more hierarchical and visually defined, right? The Southern Baptists are, are pretty loosely collected folks and, and uh, you know, there certainly can be rigid and fundamentalist, but but they're not all necessarily always marching on the same uh, playbook. Whereas the LDS Church is a very top-down thing, and you have you know the, the Quorum of the Twelve and all that other stuff. They make the decisions, they pass it down, and it steps down. And there isn't a lot of room there, right? Uh, even in like local media, if you read the Salt Lake Tribune's coverage of the church, uh, it's it's very rarely critical, you know. Um, so anyway, I don't know why I was getting off on that tangent, but uh, the long, uh, the long and short of where I was going uh, is uh, that we have been bullshitting ourselves for hundreds of years. Uh, we have built up basically the entire industrial revolution and all of its benefits on houses of cards and cut corners and uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, cheapest bidders and and on and on and on. Um, and that game has always been exclusively for the benefit of the people who came into the game holding big money, uh, but over time it has uh, continued to get more and more uh, excruciating to those who don't, uh, and now we've reached another one of those points in human history where the people just can't take it anymore, okay? Um, you don't want to live like me, and, and that's something that I have said for 35 years again. And, and this is another one of those things that I hate doing, and yet, if I don't, 
It doesn't happen for me, right? The reality is, guys, there's, there is so much shit that I have called in the last 30 years in my life. There is so many things where I have stood there and gone, look, if y'all keep this up, this is what's going to happen. If y'all keep this up, this is what's going to If y'all keep cutting public education, we're going to get really stupid. And pretty soon, we're going to not be able to elect anybody because we're too damn dumb to understand what we're doing. Right? Pretty soon, they'll make us so stupid, we don't understand why it's important to live in a democracy. We're halfway there now. I've been saying that shit for 35 years. You know? And I, I was having a conversation earlier on on, uh, on my page about uh, uh, what uh, one of my readers, and, and I've seen a reference this way, you know, other places, they call the new poor, right? People who are for the first time in their lives in a position where they don't know what's happening. And, and uh, I have all the sympathy in the world for anybody who's facing a challenge. God knows I've faced plenty of my own. And and uh, without the help of, of people of compassion, sympathy, and empathy, I wouldn't be alive. Okay, So I don't want to be without sympathy or without empathy. But at the same time, these are the people who are standing around and go, well, what happened? I don't get it. How did this happen? I thought we were safe. How this happened is y'all didn't fucking listen. That's how this happened. That's why we have the new poor. And that's why the new poor is going to get way bigger before this is done. And I'm trying to do what I can to stop that because I saw this shit coming when I was 15 in 1985. And I've been trying to tell people about it and I've been backing my message off and trying to be polite and trying to play the social expectation game and trying not to be the long, angry long hair and trying not to cross lines and trying not to cross borders and trying not to hurt feelings because I want everybody to like me. Well, guess what? We're killing ourselves off. And me being nice isn't helping. Reality is what reality is, and, and we are facing some major, major tests right now uh, because we do not like to deal with that at all. Your options are like it or die. Your options are cooperate or die. Right? And in 1985, in the mid-80s, when I was running my idiot kid mouth about what, you know, the Reagan administration trying to declare, uh, trying to try to decide, trying to de declare that ketchup was a vegetable because federal regulations required two vegetables for the school lunch program be served at every meal or at, at every lunch, and they wanted to save money. So they tried to make ketchup a vegetable to cut money from feeding school children. That was kind of, that's really like the first of the the big, you know, slaps in the face that I remember uh, that really kind of started to radicalize me and turn me on to this stuff. And I've been standing here trying every way I know except dropping the bullshit, stop and trying to protect people's feelings, right? That's That's got to go now. That's That's going to be over. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and be the biggest dick that I can just because I can, but it means that we can't afford to continue to coddle people's feelings and protect people's emotions when our species is literally on the brink of driving ourselves to extinction by stupidity. How do you be nice about that? You don't. Nice is killing us right now. 
we can't keep doing this and 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 this is this is what i'm talking about a, a lot of what i'm talking about when i say that we are in right now a uh, yeah a a high speed real time self aware evolutionary event um and i say self aware in in a very large sense uh, many of us aren't aware in in the macro sense or in the micro sense, uh, but in the macro sense, it is a uh, it is a very interesting situation to be in, uh, and and we are growing, and this is the growth that I'm talking about is all of these conflicts and all of these right this stuff, this jackass in Michigan that we helped get uh, you know uh, pressured to resign right where in the world in 2021 does this guy he can come out and talk about three elected female officials as witches and joke about assassinating them and burning them at the stake. Right? How does anybody think that's okay? What possesses a human being who has spent two minutes in public life to walk in any context and say something like that? Let alone say it where you can be recorded saying it. Right? That's the world we live in. That's that is our current paradigm's equivalent of the Cro-Magnon man, and they are dying off. And what's going to be left is us, and we need to be working right now, not even thinking about, but working on what kind of a world do we want this to be in a year when the coronavirus thing is starting to taper off for real, right? And it's not done yet. I, I think we're going to see at least one more big, big wave uh, before people finally get this through their heads. Um, and, and how many times, how many times, how many times have I said this over and over? The virus does not care, man. You know, and, and again, I have all the sympathy in the world for people. You know, I've, I've got a, a good friend, uh, somebody who's helped me out, who's have, you know, trouble with her kid because her kid is, uh, her kid is, uh, has some, some uh, you know, mental health uh, issues. I can't remember if it's autism or what, but uh, her child just doesn't do school very well at home sitting in front of the computer. And it's very, very, uh, you know, stressful and anxiety inducing and even traumatic for both mother and child. And I have all the sympathy in the world for that. And I really, really hope that we can get back to something like normality in that regard very soon. But at the same time, until we stop pushing to do that too soon, until we stop putting ourselves in front of the bigger picture, until we stop allowing the small group of profiteers who control and own almost everything, including almost all the media we consume, we allow them to tell us, you gotta get back to work. We allow them to tell us, this is bad for the economy. And we also allow them to tell us, don't rely on the government for help, and don't look for a handout, and don't, and don't, and don't. And it is the same story that I've lived through all my life, and a lot of people have never seen this shit before. Right? And now people are starting to find out what that bootstraps feels like when you don't have any damn boots. And I've said a million times, right, the corollary, I 
always go off on that, and I'm an idiot for doing it, right? Because I always start talking about, hey, I've been saying this for a long time, that, that y'all are going to be, you know, y'all, the people who weren't paying attention, the people who weren't listening, the people who were accepting a broken status quo because it wasn't necessarily badly broken for them. Uh, you know, t- t- talking to those people years and years ago and saying, hey, you're going to be where I'm at if you don't get it together. It's not just about, oh, I'm so great. Right, it's about we got to evolve, and we've got to evolve into this mode of of being more open and receptive to the idea that we're fallible. Right, we've got to evolve to the point to where we're being more open and receptive to the idea that it is okay to be fallible. We put up all of these facades. Right, parents are the worst for it, and people who deal with kids, they they just they have to know everything. And when a kid questions that, they've got an answer every single time, and the answer usually comes down to shut up and leave me alone. And and that's not really what we want to be teaching our kids now, is it? No. So, um, again, these are all things that are changing uh, right now. And we, you and I, you know, the the six folks that I can see watching this right now on my page, plus whoever is watching in from from uh, I loved, uh, you know, it's up to us. It's up to us, and and what I'm doing right now is part of that, right? I am talking to you because I know what kind of world I want to live in. And I want to live in a world where every single human being has every single possible opportunity that we collectively can provide for them to become the best version of themselves that they can. That is freedom. Without that, there is no freedom. Let me adjust that a little bit. To the precise extent that we have not achieved that paradigm, we have not achieved true freedom. Um, and and uh, as uh, Zach De La Rocha and many others have said many times, none of us are free until all of us are free. We are finding that out now the hard way. Because some of us didn't want to hear it. And some of us were raised by people who didn't want to hear it, but, uh, you know, didn't know how to, didn't even have a context in which to think about it in another way. Right? Um, and, and that's going away too, that, that sort of, well, you know, he grew up in, because I grew up in the 70s, right? I was raised as a pseudo-white kid in, in a fairly white suburb in the 70s. Well, I was actually, in Portage, Michigan, was a white flight suburb by definition uh, at that point. But still, um, you know, I passed mostly dark darker-skinned white kid, right? Uh, Indian. Which means I always lost to Cowboys and Indians. Anyway. This is where we're at. Uh, this is what we're doing. And uh, this is this is the world that we live in, as, as Genesis said. Uh, we have a responsibility, and we have the skills to live up to that responsibility. The fact that there are people watching my dumbass... The fact I gotta stop talking myself down to the fact that there's people watching this video right now means that there is hope for the human race, and and that sounds ridiculous and arrogant, but it's not. It's not because I'm so great or because this is so great. It's because people give a shit enough to take a look and get involved, right? Um, and it's 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 sad to me, and I feel I have a lot of of pity for for the new poor. I really do because those folks, man, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle this, and it's scary, and it's hard, and I, I genuinely do feel sorry for them. Um, and and what we do here, uh, what I do here, certainly, uh, my intent 
is to do everything I can to, to change that stuff and, and make it better and uh, do things in a different way. And we find ourselves now in this uh, remarkably short period of uh, you know evolution uh, in large part because of the coronavirus, but not entirely. We were headed in this direction anyway, right? What's going on right now is why I've been saying since I was 15 that I didn't expect the United States to exist on my 50th birthday. And I'm genuinely surprised that it does. And frankly, we almost didn't make it. Because I turned 50 last August. Right? Um, and and it's that's not because I'm so bright and wise and you should all bow down and worship me. I, I really wish I could get across how much I just don't think like that. Because I'm in a pool where everybody thinks like that. And that's the expectation. Anybody who's on a camera is a self-promoting, slicked-back jackass, and we've all come to expect that. And so when somebody like me comes along, um, what's her name, is it Amy Goodman uh, from uh, Democracy Now? She's another one, it seems like, uh, that is just, you know, she's just out there busting her ass and grinding it out and doing the best that she can. And there is no big, you know, uh, there is no big image, and there's not a lot of big fancy graphics and all this. Stuff. I mean, guys, I put this stuff up because I actually like doing the work, and it's part of what my degree was for, right? Uh, it's 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 fun for me to make uh, you know an attractive little little graphic and to see what I can do and to screw it up and fix it and all that other stuff because I'm a tinkerer and I'm a creative person. Um, but but part of that also is because you won't take me seriously if this shit isn't up here, right? This is this is all code for you. Right? This is all of this is code for you. All of this code is telling you is that I am somehow credible because my screen is visually appealing. Uh, and then the graphics look like they were professionally done, just like a real news station or a real media personality. Right? You have to play the game. You have to play the game. Even I do it. Right? Uh, and I was I talked about that I think in my last show, but, but, but I, it bears repeating uh, for for those of you who are new or transient or what have you, or know who the hell I think I am. I don't come at this stuff because I think I'm so much better. Okay, when I'm out here saying, look, we need to change this. When I'm out here saying, look, we need to take a hard, hard look at ourselves and identify the gap between who we are and who we think we are, and we have to face that. And we have to close that gap because our very existence depends on it. That's something I went through personally because I was raised to be an asshole. I was talking about that on the video the other night, right? I was born a white guy in the 70s. I was raised to be entitled and privileged and push everybody around. And I had to learn better because I was, I was going that way. You know, and it finally started punching back at me when I was in my mid late twenties, and and by the time I got to thirty, it was like, all right, it's time to, it's time to get it together. You know, and I, I did. I took myself out of the dating pool. I took myself out of a lot of things, and I backed off. And I said, well, wait a minute, I'm not the person who engages in this kind of behavior because I was, you know, I mean, I like I said, I was strung on drugs and I was doing, you know, I was, you know, abusive in relationships and things like that. Not, not, you know, breaking bones and, and killing people abusive, but still abusive, wrong. Uh, and I knew that it was wrong and I could not control it at that time. And so I made a decision. 
I made a decision within myself that this is not who I want to be, and I am going to take myself away from all of that and not inflict myself on other human beings until I figure out what the hell my problem is and I fix it. And it was 19 years before I went on another date. 19 years. So please don't think that I'm out here trying to tell you what to do while I sit back on my ivory tower judging. Okay? I have had to make these kinds of brutal self-examinations because if I didn't, I would be dead. And that is true to this day. If I, for some reason, were to ever get stupid enough to believe that I could get away with doing cocaine again, I would be dead in absolutely no more than six months. And if we don't get it through our heads that this is a virus, not a political issue, not a personal issue, not something that you can buy your way out of, and not something you can make excuses about or gaslight or anything else, it's going to kill us. I need you to understand some very basic biology here. Every time that virus moves from one host to another, every time it is transmitted, there is the possibility that it will mutate. Okay, It has mutated already. The last time I looked a couple of thousand times, there are literally already a couple thousand strains of this coronavirus out there floating around in the wild making people sick. Every time that mutation happens, there is a, I don't know how large, but non-zero risk that it will mutate into something that does look like a goddamn Stephen King novel. And we want to take our chances with that because baseball and makeup dancing There are only two ways to face that, and that is to either evolve or be left behind. And as this goes on longer and longer, a lot of us who want to evolve are getting less and less interested in protecting people who insist on being left behind, because they're killing us. And I don't want to create that narrative. I don't want to make an us versus them here, because we're all human beings. And we're all beautiful in our individual ways. And we all deserve the chance to be our best. And the vast majority of these folks out there aren't short of their best because they don't want to be. It's because they've never been allowed to be. Because of this. It's all coming down, guys. Every bit of this bullshit all the the, the the hypocrisy with the no means no stuff and the, the hypocrisy with a lot of that shit but I, it's it's I'm trying not to focus at all on like relationships interpersonal and sex right now because that was so heavy in my last couple of couple of uh, articles and stuff but um, just uh, the ways we communicate humanity is fundamentally dishonest we lie to each other constantly you know we put a big facade up and we put a big show up right? And it's, it's part of that is, you know, what I've been complaining about with a lot of these big pages over the years. All the, you know, many, many, many. And, and I'm not even going to bother naming names because they're not worth my energy to do it. Uh, but, but, but many of these large pages, the very well-established ones, the ones that have millions of followers, 
I've had to deal with the guys that run those pages uh, and and women uh, and and the vast majority of them don't really care about what they're doing. What they care about is getting traffic. What they care about is attracting as many eyeballs as they can so they can sell advertising on their websites and so they can sell merchandise and so they can... Right? They're playing a game. And because what they care about is the game and not their content, right? They build a great big audience because they use all the tricks. They, they go straight to Cialdini and Bernays and, uh, you know, all the, the compliance gaining tactics and the used car salesman shit. And the, hey, you're one of us. Join our little club and, and all that stuff. You know, join our big club or whatever. And by the way, I, not even thinking about it. I did the same thing with one of my, right, that, uh, my graphic from earlier that has the uh, that has the fundraiser information on it. I think it says join us uh, or something like that. Hang on a second. I'll bring it back up. Just, you know, again. It's a human thing too. Sometimes, yeah. Join the club, right? Uh, these, you know, kind of calls to action uh, is what they call the, the the marketing majors call that. Um, and if, that's there. It's over there. No, it's over there. It's right there. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and I'm talking about that because we need to high speedly evolve out of being susceptible to cheap tricks. That doesn't mean stop listening to surrender. That means stop surrendering to advertising. And by the way, that's why I do this, because that was a great fucking line and I just made it up. That's why I'm on this side of the camera and a quarter of a million people are on the other side, and it's also why a lot of people that are on this side of the camera shouldn't be, because they got no goddamn business here. Zero stagecraft. They can't perform, right? And I, I hate to say it, man, but human beings love a circus. I mean, we like to we like to see things we can point at and shout at, and and uh, you know uh, feel part of. And, and boy, there's only like a giant bald spot on my head. Jesus, I'm getting old. Uh, yeah. We like the show, and and for so long I have, you know, uh, made it kind of my my uh, my way of things to to not get into all that crap and to kind of go no gimmicks needed, as they say. Uh, and uh, R.I.P. Chris Candido. Uh, the uh, the uh, the unfortunate reality is that we have now been so completely and successfully trained that you can't make a dent without licking sugar if you blah 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 and the the dishonest well you know if you have a heart if you have a heart you'll share this stolen picture of a child whose medical privacy I'm violating for profit nobody's gonna share a picture of me cause I'm ugly just outrageous manipulation and we know better, and we know better, and yet still, we're afraid of each other. That's it. The, the, the right end of the political spectrum has that, like a cancer. They are terrified of each other. They are so afraid what one other person is going to, oh, oh, you this. Of course, that doesn't extend to, you know, uh, cheating on your wife or, you know, writing bad laws and empowering capitalist feudalism and uh, any of that stuff. But, you know, if they step out of uh, the party line, humanity is evolving and your choice is to evolve with it or to get left behind. 
And that's not something I'm telling you because I think I'm so great or that I'm gloating. It's because I want you to evolve and not get left behind. Because fundamentally, as much bitching as I do about humanity, I really do love each and every one of you in your own little way. I want you to live, you know. One of my heroes, Bill Hicks, uh, used to refer to himself as a, a humanist misanthrope. He says, I think people are great in theory. And that's really what we're talking about. Uh, because people are great in theory and have been great in theory for 500 years. Now it's time to start being great in reality and start living up to our own bullshit. Um, and it's interesting to me, just in kind of an academic way, how the rise of the internet and uh, especially social media has raised the transparency bar on that stuff, right? So it's a lot harder now to be one person when you're outside and another person when you're inside. Uh, especially if you, the person you are inside is a dick to people because somebody is going to just record your little ass and drop you on YouTube, you know? Ask, ask Alec Baldwin's daughter how well that went over. David Hasselhoff's son, right? Um, and that the, that wink, wink, nudge, nudge culture is is going away. It's been slowly going away for years and years, uh, decades, right? I mean, the Pythons did a sketch about it in the seventies. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Uh, and it was, it was funny. I was remarking about one of my roommates earlier tonight. It's amazing how much social bullshit in our culture worldwide originates in Western Europe. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get down on Western Europeans specifically, but holy cow, guys, when you start talking about, right, uh, think about chivalry and how that leads to the whole problems with no means no. Think about manifest destiny and think about the, you know, uh, the, the whole, you know, noblesse oblige, the, uh, you know, the great white hope mentality uh, that we still see permeating the culture. Think about the, uh, the culture of uh, of uh, you know putting putting appearances above above uh, integrity, right? Think about the culture of it doesn't matter whether or not you're a monster behind closed doors, as long as you are polite and re well dressed and and refined in public, right? And we've had again hundreds of years of that uh, thinking, and it's gotten us Ted Bundy. And that's about all the good it's done. So, uh, we are moving on, and we are thinking, and we are evolving, and I'm excited to be doing it with you all, and I'm excited to be part of it, uh, and I intend to continue to be a larger part of it as time goes on. Uh, I'm going to remind you, and I've got to get into this habit, and it's, uh, it's going to be a thing that happens. I've uh, got to get into the habit of reminding you that this is what I do for a living. And so if you can help me do that, uh, here's some information. There's some information there. Um, the website memberships, uh, there you can go through Patreon if you want to, uh, but but I've intentionally set it up so the website membership is a little less expensive. I'm not a big fan of Patreon. Um, it's it's not been super helpful to me, but there are people I know who who only like to contribute through that platform, uh, and so I've got ahead gone ahead and got one set up. Uh, but it really is a little bit less expensive just to make a direct contribution through through my membership structure, which is backended by by PayPal and Stripe. It's not I don't have access to any of your like economic you know financial data or any of that stuff. Um, and there's also a form on that page if you just want to make like a one-time contribution through PayPal, or if you want to make an ongoing contribution through PayPal, you don't care about all the membership benefits. 
uh, which are you know they're they're public media model, right? Membership benefits is like okay, 150 bucks I'll get you a couple of t-shirts, like membership benefits, because I need this to live, right? I'm not I'm not doing this like for fun or or to sell merchandise or that. I'm doing that aspect of it to support my ability to continue to come out here on a regular basis, uh, spend the time to keep an eye on the news, spend the time to keep an eye on what's going on in the world, uh, and help identify things that I can work to help you uh, understand better. So uh, that is how that goes. Uh, this I wanted to, God, there's just so much going on right now. This thing in Georgia right now, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to... Uh, to give water to a voter standing in line waiting to vote in Georgia now, which uh, my immediate response to that was to post to John Waters' wall and Roger Waters' wall, like, "Hey, you should go to Georgia and, and visit with uh, you know people in uh, line to vote and see if you can get yourself arrested for giving them waters." Um. Yeah, just. And that's, you know, that, that whole thing, again, that whole uh, mentality, I don't want to say Southern, uh, but it is pretty concentrated down there. Just that whole mentality of we're going to continue to game the system uh, so that it won't work for you, uh, but it'll work for me. And if you have a problem with that, we'll just tell you it's because you're a bad person and you're a failure and you're no good at what you do. Um, and and we will continue to do that, right? That's, that's the old T-shirt Greg Pittman used to wear back at WCW, right? The beatings will continue until morale improves. Um, that's it's it's insane thinking that way. It really is. Um, I don't know what is going on here. It looks like my video quality is really crappy. I think I'm gonna end up posting a a recut of this uh, live stream after it's done. I've been having it's it's my internet connection. I'm using T-Mobile internet, and it's not. It's okay. I mean, it keeps me connected and things like that, but i got to reboot the modem like once or twice a day because it just will stop uh, moving uh, data. And apparently right now it's not moving very, very good frame rate because I'm only seeing like 165K. So uh, I apologize if the video quality sucks. I apologize if the audio quality sucks. We will get that fixed for you uh, over time. I think I am recording. Yeah, I've got this running on uh, on record as well. So what will eventually happen is uh, I'll go ahead and re-encode it and put it up uh, both here on Facebook and on YouTube uh, here in the next uh, couple hours so that you can see that again. Uh, I'm also, as uh, some of you have seen, I am back to uh, you know producing work again. Matter of fact, let me see if I can go ahead and get this... Uh, Okay, yep, that is there, and it looks like that is there. So let me go ahead, and we'll just uh, we'll just bring this stuff over, and uh, we'll show you a couple things here, a real uh, quick lack. Uh, where are we? There we go. Okay, and da, 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 da. So this is, uh, let me make sure I've got the right visual up there. Yeah, waiting to load, but it's there, okay. Uh, there we go, all right. So yeah, this is uh, this is the site. Uh, if you haven't been by in a while, you can see I've redesigned the whole thing quite a bit. Uh, yeah, just new layouts and little different colors and things like that. Um, this, of course, I left off in the middle of some game stuff, so it looks uh, like, oh my god, what does that have to do with Barack Obama? Um, there's a lot of old articles here uh, that, that I, I've written 
hundreds of articles over the years. And again, because I'm not, you know, always thinking about how to promote myself and, and making sure I've got screenshots or it didn't happen and all that other crap, I, you know, I redesign my website and I just take all the content down. Um, and uh, as a result, uh, I don't necessarily have the, the visible record that I should. Um, and so I finally have gotten around to starting to get uh, that handled. Actually, this is one of the articles here. Am I still showing you the right thing? Let's make sure. Yep. Uh, this article here is uh, one that I've talked about before when I was talking earlier about uh, making differences and not underestimating uh, the difference that you're making. I, I wrote this article in uh, May of 2001 on uh, my, my first domain that I owned, which was called netmaster.com. Uh, and then I later migrated it to lowgenius.com. But I could, I wrote this in uh, uh, May of, uh, yeah, May 27th, 2001. Okay. And what it was about was I had caught a couple of articles of uh, news stories right in a row, sort of. There was uh, the the Taliban was uh, blowing up these these uh, giant Buddha statues outside, outside of Banyan, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, you can see, you know, you've got the, the people down there at the bottom to show you how large those are. This is the before and after picture of one of them. Uh, and they were also implementing, uh, I think the thing that actually pushed me over the edge was they, they tried to implement a thing where everybody who wasn't a Muslim had to wear a yellow star on their clothes, and they banned all non- Muslim music in Afghanistan, and at the same time, Colin Powell was handing them a forty-three million dollar check. Uh, well, the Bush administration was handing them a forty-three million dollar check uh, as a grant for their uh, ongoing assistance in helping to eradicate the uh, opium poppy. And uh, we uh, were uh, we were looking at that, and I went, "Well, wait a minute, this is bullshit. We've got a, you know Afghanistan isn't a nice place, and these aren't nice people, and we should really stand up." And so, on May twenty seventh. Of 2001, I wrote uh, to to uh, what was my audience at that time uh, to you know get a hold of Congress, get a hold of the president, do whatever you got to do to stop the Taliban, uh, rather than waiting. And of course, I reference Nazi Germany waiting for six million more Jews to be killed, uh, to be gassed to death. And of course, what happened was not uh, that six million uh, Jews got gassed to death, but that uh, three thousand Americans had uh, planes run into them and, and were murdered in a terrorist attack. Um, and again, down here, uh, I would like to make this a cause. Uh, you know, petition march on Washington, mass civil disobedience. Now. I'm not, again, I am again, 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 I will repeat it again so that we make the point here. I am not trying to sit here and tell you that I'm some kind of Nostradamus uh, or that I'm magic or, or anything else. There are plenty of other people out there who saw this happening and said, this is wrong, we should do something about it, but we never did. And six months later was 9-11. Right? Um, and that's always bothered me, not because God, somebody should listen to me, but what would the world look like right now if somebody had, right? Uh, and and on and on, and there's dozens of things like that across you know the last 20, 25 years of my life where it's like I've, I've tried to be polite and stand up and say, hey, wait, we've got a problem. And you get ignored, and people who are comfortable with the problem the way it is uh, are uh, very disinclined to concern themselves uh, with addressing the problem because uh, they don't they don't care or they don't want the problem to go away because it's profitable for them or it's comfortable for them or it's easier for them uh, and and we are now living in the manifest horrible horrible 
result of that attitude. Uh, and that is what we are going to have to change. So I was debating on whether I wanted to play some music tonight or not. I'm not really sure. I'm feeling it quite yet. Uh, I've got to get my, my voice back in shape. It's hard to rehearse here. Uh, because uh, there's always other people around and in order to rehearse singing you have to be able to sing loud badly and uh, as any human being with uh, any sense of, of ego knows uh, doing something intentionally badly in front of other human beings is a little hard sometimes <laughs> you know I can't quite loosen up when I know there's other people going oh well that really sucked um, so Getting back into that, uh, that was the point of showing you the website, which I forgot. Um, I'm going to rule myself up. My, my terrible habit, I had somebody try to climb my ass because I still smoked the other day, which, I mean, I, I definitely need to quit. Like, hey man, talk about how broke you are all the time, how come you're smoking cigarettes? I roll my own cigarettes with a little tube roller. It costs me about three bucks a week. So we don't need to have that, and that's that's by the way another thing about this whole uh, you know trying to trying to shift my own narrative from you know the crisis fundraising thing into more of a hey look I do good shit and and I need support in order to keep doing good shit and it's helping you so I need you to help me right uh, because you're constantly no matter what you do you're always going to be wrong right there's always going to be somebody there who's going to send you 35 cents and then think that they're entitled to examine your your to you know to audit your your bookkeeping for the next 300 years and criticize every single thing that you spend money on that they don't like um and and that's again it's not a workable model Sorry, I'm seeing all kinds of weird frame rate bounces going on here. I think it's because of the way I've got OBS set up right now, because I'm using a virtual camera and broadcasting that, blah, blah, blah. You don't care about those details. But anyway, I'll get up a better, uh, a better visual uh, version of this uh, later tonight after I've had time to, to render it when the show's done and everything else. But I really do want to thank you guys for coming in. Uh, we're, we're getting towards the wrap-up of this show now. Um, what the hell was I babbling about before I got distracted? Probably fundraising, which I just want to shut up about, honestly. Um, I, I, I do what I do, and it costs money. And what I do isn't valued as moneyable in this culture. And uh, so, yeah, if uh, if you like independent media, you like people who are going to come out here and, and, you know, speak their truth and not flinch and speak truth to power and stand up and say, hey, this is bullshit, I'm your guy. If you want independent media, it does not get any more independent than this. Okay? I'm in a boarding room at a desk on a nine-year-old computer battling at you through a $40 webcam. How much more independent do you want to get? Right. So, I would like to be a little less independent in that regard. I would like to have good equipment. I have the education and, and, and technical expertise to use it. You know, if I had high-quality cameras and I had a, a, a decent place, you know, if I could get into a small house with a little basement that I could set up as a studio or a second bedroom that I could set up as a studio uh, and, and do this in a more effective and proper way, 
it would look a lot better and a lot more people would watch it. And so uh, that's, again, part of why I, you know, appeal to those of you that are here kind of in the early stages and on the ground floor while I'm still small. I, I need you guys to do the liking and the sharing and put it out there. And, hey, this guy's a big asshole. You should go tell him what a jerk he is. Or, hey, this guy really knows what he's talking about. You should listen to him or whatever, right? It doesn't always have to be about, hey, give me money. A lot more people have social media than have money, right? I'll just share it. Just share That's all. Um, because not because I need money, because I have information and I have good 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 information, right? Like guidance. It's the old story about the guy who falls down into the the hole, right? Guy falls down into a big sinkhole. He's like twenty feet down there, maybe busted leg or something, and he's screaming for help. And the preacher comes by and looks down, and the guy's, "Yeah, help me, help me! Can you get me out of here?" And the preacher says, "Hey, I'll pray for you." And he leaves. And then a doctor comes by and he looks down there, and they go, "Hey, help me, help me! I gotta get out of here. Can you help me out of here?" And the doctor says, "No, but when you get out of here, stop by uh, the stop in the emergency room, and I'll set that leg for you." Uh, you know, and and then here comes you know uh, you know. Uh, the church lady down the street, you know, help me, help me, you know, can, can you help me out of here? Can you give me a ladder? Said, no, but I will, uh, I will definitely pray for you. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, time goes by and this guy's in this hole and he's stuck down there and he doesn't know how the hell he's going to get out. And then all of a sudden this dude comes by kind of scruffy looking and looks down and he's, he looks like you're stuck down there, buddy. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you help me out? Can you help me out? Can you give me a ladder or something? He's just, he's just hang on and a guy jumps down in the hole with him, right? Climbs down there with him. Now he's down there with the guy. And they go, what the hell are you doing? Now we're both stuck in the hole. What are we? The guy says, look, I've been here before. I know the way out. Follow me. That is what all of this talking about my personal life and my personal framework and the struggles that I've gone through and the challenges that I've faced, that is what this is all about. I've been here before. I know the way out. I've always known the way out. It's been blocked. Because there's a whole big structure that doesn't want you to get out. But we got to dig through that. That's the way out. So, uh, you can help us do that. You can help me do that uh, with your uh, with your uh, contributions via you know PayPal and Patreon and all that other good stuff. And thank you very much for that. Uh, in spite of I never did get around to updating that text crawl. Wow, is that thing screaming across the bottom? What did I do to that? Oh no, it looks right here. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> the little picture and picture thing out of Facebook shows that bottom screen crawl going like a million miles an hour. It's just a blur. But anyway, uh, I didn't change that. I was in a, a pretty serious situation there for a minute and on the edge of, of losing my place and being on the streets. But uh, uh, somebody did uh, step forward and uh, I picked up a new patron and uh, they had a couple other contributions that helped me get out of that immediate need. But I've still, like I said, I've got a cable bill that's due here, or not cable, but internet bill. Uh, that's due here in a couple of days so that I can stay connected and do this crap. I gotta eat. I've gotta, you know, at some point I have to try to do something about this vehicle. Uh, it just, I don't know, I have to have a life. I have to live. I have to be able to do this. Um, and why am I doing this? Why don't I just blah blah? Because this is what I was built to do. I'm not good at anything else. I'm not good at anything that fits into a traditional, you know, nine to five, go sit in a desk and, and have your uh, have your normal little life thing. I just don't fit there. And I've tried and tried and tried and tried. Sorry, I don't know what else to do. Right? 
what am I supposed to do? I, I, I'm not going to participate in that system, and I can't. I can't do it effectively. Inevitably, there's something broken. There's something twisted. There's something screwed up. There's something that doesn't work. Then I'm going to step up, and I'm going to go, hey, this is broken and twisted and screwed up. And, this, and then it will turn into a problem, and I'll get fired. You know? It's not that I don't want to work. It's I, I work very hard at everything that I do. It's that nobody wants to pay me for what I do. And, and that's why I have to rely on, you know, uh, contributions from people online and so on and so forth. So uh, the trick is, again, yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just a, a personal thing and overcoming myself a little bit. Uh, the trick is to stop framing it as though, oh, my God, I need help. Please feel sorry for me. And more like, hey, look, I'm doing great work out here and I'm doing the best I can. And you know darn well, if you've got it to help with, you probably should because it's worth it. So drop on my PayPal if you can, please. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, that's that's uh, that's that message, and it's actually on the screen right now. So I guess that works out. Uh, no, it's not on the screen right now. Let me bring that back up for you one more time before we get out of here, just so you can see it. Um, obviously, I'm working a little more on getting graphics together, making things prettier. I'm gonna have an intro up. I've got a, an interview with uh, an old friend, uh, the evil Count Grog, uh, Greg Masuriak from uh, Southern Championship Wrestling. I actually shot that a couple of weeks ago, and I need to get it edited down into something useful for him. Uh, he's a great dude, man. He's been all over. He toured with the dead. He was a roadie for the Allman Brothers, all kinds of great shit. He's got great stories, uh, and he's uh, going to start doing a podcast, and I want to get him out here and, and uh, try as best I can to put him over, because he was actually the first person who booked me into their business in the wrestling business back in the 90s, uh, and, and because of that, I got to you know work and, and call awesome human beings like, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy and Shane Helms and Shannon Moore and Joey Matthews, uh, Joey Mercury and C.W. Anderson and, and the whole list of the Omega Powers and a lot of other people outside of that little, uh, that little you know, group, uh, friends, and, and uh, got to, to, you know, see and participate in and contribute to uh, some stuff that ultimately became pretty historical and very cool in that world. Um, and so Greg is a, Greg is a great guy. Uh, you know, great sense of humor, old school, you know what I mean, uh, not always politically correct, uh, and, and of course in the wrestling business where, you know, up until 15 years ago, you know, all the black people, one with headbutts and all the native, the islanders, all the Pacific Islanders were barefoot, right, uh, it, it's, uh, that's, that's, that business has problems with that whole thing because they work in archetypes and caricatures and cliches. That's how they build stories, right? You have to keep it simple. This is the bad guy. Well, how do we symbol the bad how do we symbolize the bad guy in the nineteen eighties? Well here's a guy from Iran who spit on the American flag and this damn Russian is gonna sing his national anthem in our Madison Square Garden. No, I'll kill him. Right? We've moved on, the business has moved on. Um and uh Greg also, you know, shares with me kind of a concern that in the process of that moving on, we're we are in such a hurry to rid ourselves of uh, some of the negative and and uh, you know less uh, less uh, you know toward things, uh, less good things uh, that were going on at that time that we didn't necessarily always recognize as negative. Um, while understanding that we need to get rid of that stuff. And while understanding that, in many cases, there are people to be held responsible for doing some pretty heinous shit, there also has to remain a recognition that, by and large, in 19... Uh, okay, never mind 1974, when I was working as a little teenage musician in 1984 and 85 and 86 and 87, it was still like that. 
I saw that stuff. I, I, I don't want to get into TMI and brag and it sound like I'm trying to be all Mr. Swing and Big Rockstar Johnson here, but it was there and it was not a matter of, you know, uh, you know, helpless little, uh, you know, confused females who didn't know what they were doing or why they were there or anything else. There were a lot of people who walked into those doors with their eyes wide open and happy to be there. And we don't have that conversation because the conversation always ends up being you know, some men's rights advocate or some other jackass who's got his own agenda of bullshit that he's pushing. And the unfortunate result of that is it allows those of us who do want things to be better and, and want to improve things, we have we end up lying to ourselves again, right? We're not honest about some of this stuff, and it cripples our ability to really move forward with it, right? Uh, it's not about trying to not feel guilty about something that I did in 1991 or something. Uh, it's not about trying to make excuses for that behavior. It's about accepting the fact that human beings are fallible and we are learning and we have learned. And by the way, let's not forget, as I remarked in an article the other day, a lot of folks coming up now who have this stuff kind of given to them and handed to them as this automatic assumption, like, yeah, we are all equal. We all do deserve rights and dignity. That, 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 these little details and things like microaggressions and stuff like that are things that, that a lot of us worked out in our heads and made a social expectation and now we're the same people that a lot of these younger folks are coming along and pointing their fingers at because we didn't live up to the social expectations that didn't exist until we created them it's important to remember stuff like that to have good perspective on the world and not get too full of yourself you know so um i think with that i am uh, i am going to go ahead and uh, see about closing this off just double check back over here yeah Ugh, boy, this connection is just in and out. Boy, it stinks. I gotta do something about that. But it's all about funding. Uh, always, always, always has been about funding, and it's time now, folks. Uh, there's no more bullshitting around. I got to step up. Uh, I'm 50 years old. I don't have that much more time left. And right now, I don't have material properly archived and stuck someplace where people can see it for it to get around after I'm dead, which is exactly what I expect to happen. I'm not going to be somebody who gets famous while they're alive. It's going to be waiting until after I croak, and then somebody will go, oh, wow, we should have listened to this guy. Oh, well, you know, good thing I didn't do start doing this to get famous. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot, guys, for watching. Uh, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Y'all take care of yourselves. Have a good night. And, uh, yeah, as we as we get further forward with this, I will become less and less of and more about me all the time. Um, but uh, that's where we are right now. So thanks again. Have a great night. Keep your eyes on the prize, man. We are moving forward. We are evolving. We are going to get there, and we are well on our way. Keep trudging along. Keep pushing that rock. We'll get there. Thanks a lot and have a great night.